Welcome back, nerds, to episode 11 of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Joel, you sound better than you usually do. You're right. You're right. I do sound better because instead of recording on one omnidirectional microphone, we're now recording into separate microphones going into a mixer that has compression knobs and EQ knobs and levels. We kind of stepped up a little bit. So Chris Hardwick, take note. Taylor, you're here. It makes us sound super smooth. Oh, yeah. Losers has budgets. David Bornstein's back in the studio. Y'all remember him. Hey, I'm the guy that did that thing that one time. He did the King's Betrayal. Yeah. How did that how did that do, man? Uh at, we at the LA Shorts. We Fest. had an awesome screening. Uh damn near full house at LA Live. It was sick and awesome Badass. and lots of fun. That's awesome, man. And it was cool. I'm happy for you, dude. Well, it's good to have you back. It was good to be back. This episode, as always, is brought to you by ageofthenerd.com. Uh I'm still writing recaps for uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, if you want to go check that out. I didn't do one for episode three because it was so fucking horrible, I didn't feel like it needed to recap because everybody knew how bad it was. But one, two, and four are up. Go check them out. They're beautiful. Good, sir. There's uh, tons of other things on the website that you can check out. Yep. All kinds um, of new content coming up there. Absolutely. And again, we're going to be at New York Comic Con next Which week. Which is less than... Next week, I was going to say, I was gonna say, well, it's less than two weeks away now. It is. It is. I'm so super the time excited is, about that. So the time is nigh. Christ, the time is nigh. Yeah. Right? All right. Nerd that's pretty news. much the only thing this podcast does. I don't know why I'm acting surprised about it. Yeah. <laughs> no. We love the nerd news. We do. Um, David Bornstein. Yes. How did you feel about John Wick, the film with Keanu Reeves? I saw it twice in theaters. You liked it then? Yes. And I saw it in... I saw the first time in the Arclight, which is stupid expensive, and I saw it again the next <laughs> but day. But still worth it. Yes. It's a good theater. Yes. It's the best theater in LA. It's a it good is. theater. It's it. It's good. It's good. It's nice. I like what's, the new Bev. What's uh, the new Bev is nice. I like the new Bev. As far as like not that it's fancy new cinemas that you go to see new releases at. That's true. Uh, but did you hear John Wick two? Yes. Thoughts. Great. Deserving. Done. <laughs> it's That's over. It. That's, That's all it. we need to talk yeah. about. No, apparently uh, they're going to shoot this fall. Okay. And it's going to be the same director, and Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves is also coming back for it. Wow. Interesting. I'm available to work as a key production assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu, that time. Keanu, if you're paying attention. Remember that one time, Keanu, we met at Sundance and we shook hands at the Knock Knock premiere? He probably that was cool, does right? remember that, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Remind me how that film ended. Um, John... Spoilers. Um, skip five minutes ahead if you haven't seen John Wick. Um, <laughs> is it a movie that really needs a spoiler tag? Though he kills people. Everyone yeah, I mean, dies. There's on, your spoiler, dude. and he gets and he gets uh, a spoiler, new puppy. The spoiler he, hey, is the inciting hey, incident. Like, hey, he gets <laughs> a new puppy. He gets a new puppy. It's true. He does. He yes. So wait, he loses a puppy. Is what you're saying? The puppy dies. The dog is murdered by jerk off Russians. I know. And he which kills. Is, which is. Which is what? The inciting Dick move. incident. Into it. <laughs> was it 13 minutes in? I don't know. Probably more like 30 minutes in. Oh, that's too long It was long 13 for an going on 30. Oh. oh. Okay, anyway, back to... That was terrible. Back to... <laughs> Blake Snyder's beat sheet is a suggestion, not a hard guide, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hard guide. Right? How did the movie end? Um, John Wick is majorly fucked up, but alive. He kills every one of his enemies. Uh-huh. Um, and he gets a new dog. Okay. So, so that's in the where sequel, I, that means there's going to be another dead dog. Yeah, there's got to be... So that's what I was trying to say, is like the movie ends with him killing all the adversaries. Yes. Right? It, what's, what's the movie going to be about? More adversaries. Dude, there's always, there's always an emperor to the Darth Vader, my friend. Have you, there's always an emperor yeah. to the Darth Vader. Are you trying Vader? to refer to the rule of two, which is the Sith code created yes. by Darth Bane? Oh my yes. God, you guys are... 
I know. I am a huge well, I mean, this nerd. Is, what do you expect? Like, this is nerd news. Come on. <laughs> we should just, I, I we guess should I wasn't just sold on nerd news at this that point. it was something else. We really should. No, we can't. <laughs> Pop off is so No, much sometimes better. we talk about other things like his film and That's true. Uh, yeah. Lauren's um, play. Yeah. We, we talk about other things totally. sometimes. Anyway, moving on. John Wick yes. 2 is coming out. I think it's cool. I think it's great. I'm excited. Perfect. There you go. Um, America has spoken. <laughs> and the nerds have spoken. We are America. We really Taylor, are. Um, yes. Have you heard of this little... He's, he's not a very well-known director. His name's Eli Roth. Have you heard about him? Yeah, I feel like I've heard of this guy, but he's kind of a hack. But then he also appears in like Tarantino movies sometimes. He was in that Piranha 3D movie. I think that's like his call uh, to fame. Dude, hey, right? I actually love Piranha 3D. So don't, <laughs> his head don't, gets smushed I've, by the boat. That's one of the better Eli Roth performances of the last 10 years. Let's I'll give say it that. that. I'll give it that. Anyway, uh, have you heard of this Green Inferno movie? Yes, I have. I've heard a lot about it. Well, we've heard a lot about it. Tell us about it. The Green Inferno is a sort of... Um, Go on. Well, I was going to say, it's, 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 the Green Inferno was sort, of, was sort of made by Eli Roth for his love of cannibalism films. I love and Eli Roth. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Eli it's Roth his for, for his love of cannibalism films. And it's sort of, the, the idea is it's sort of in the tradition or vein of the... Of those cannibalism mm-hmm. films, yeah, of course. Like Cannibal Holocaust is yeah, probably yeah, yeah. the most famous one. Uh, but it's basically about these these college kids who go on a sort of uh, I'm not sure if it's Africa or some sort of like jum- jungle plane trip or safari, yeah, 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 yeah. and they get stranded. And of course, they're captured by a cannibal tribe. What I'm trying to get at, look, the plot of the horror movie is the plot of a horror movie. No, I'm I know, trying to but like I'm... what, like what have we? There's there's controversy behind this movie. Yes and what no. I'm getting at. Yes and no. It's As a typical with, plot. Yeah, cannibals but the, eat yeah, kids of course. On it's, a trip. it's the point I was trying to make in, is that it's in that same vein as like the cannibal movie. You know, it's yeah. every cannibal we, movie we've ever seen before. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this one is that they actually sort of went into these uncontacted tribes that have never sort of had any outside contact with the outside world. They weren't tweeting their locations. Exactly. So Shitting they, on a tree stump, hashtag rainforest. <laughs> Shitting on a tree stump. So they, so they basically had these, these cannibalists, or whether or not they're cannibalists, we don't know, but these uncontacted tribe members that they used in the film, and I think it's actually rather fascinating because sort of how do these people know how the mechanics of filmmaking works? And it's like, how is the, the contact with like all these people in the new age and the new technology sort of conflicting with what is basically this sort of primordial tribe? That sounded beautiful, by the way, David. Oh, thank you. I wasn't sure if the mic was going to pick that up. I'm yeah, just... no, it totally does. <laughs> it's a good microphone. <laughs> thank you. It or was is expensive. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. That's, I'm still trying to get at a specific point, and I was hoping you would catch on to it. What was what was this movie originally supposed to be rated? NC-17. Okay. Why? Because of violence and... Shit got fucked. Well, yeah. Because it's yeah. so goddamn fucking gory. People are fainting at screenings. No, totally. And people are. But I think, you know, the film, what, what the film is trying to um, accomplish as far as the genre of cannibalism films is concerned is... The more interesting thing to me, yes, people are fainting, but we've seen some gory shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he did hostile. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We Hashtag as, Rambo we Four. As, we as 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 movie go. That's what I'm Last saying, blood. dude. Like fucking a, all of the Rambo movies, part that past part one are extremely violent and gory. But when you get into horror films, though, and I'm not just talking about torture porn, as in like everything after Saw, like two, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm talking about like Eli Roth. Okay. Torture porn in itself is probably it. It just shouldn't exist. I yeah. don't agree with the genre, but I will say Eli Roth, in his own right, as opposed to just being a torture porn artist, he is a horror film man, right? No, so totally. Like that's his, his films, forte. his films are always more than just torture porn. Yeah. His films yeah. are always there's something else. To yeah, them. yeah. So when he goes for the gore, he goes for the gore. Yeah. For a reason, mm-hmm. and he, from what I've heard, this film is fucking 
intense. No, totally. And I mean, let's put it this way. Like people have reported faintings at screenings of this film. The last time I heard that was for uh, 127 hours, which was directed by Danny Boyle. Yeah. And that, I mean, that moving, that movie, the scene where he cuts his arm yeah. off, when I finally watched that, I, I got, I got a little sick in the stomach, you know, it was really hard to watch that scene. Really? I've, I've never passed out watching a, a film, you know. I mean, so, you're also not like a 50 year old lady on no, the I've, meds. I've totally. also and never passed out. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I feel like those these are exaggerated. The point I'm making is, I feel like these are exaggerations. Third co-host, I'm promoting it <laughs> that are meant that are meant to sort of promote the film and like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you should go see this. You know, it's like the whole paranormal activity. This is the no, scariest thing hearing, I've ever seen. But we've been no, hearing I mean, about the gnarliness of this film since. Like the creation of no, it. totally, like, totally, and and this it, it should also be said that this film was fucking delayed massively. Oh, huge. in its release date, it was supposed to come out almost over a year ago. I think mm-hmm. it was like September yeah, yeah. of last year. It was supposed to come out, <laughs> and I'm not sure if it was financing issues or ratings issues or you know MPA. I guarantee or whatever. you, it was so, rating issues. Yeah, I think it was too. So we'll see. I mean, it depends how far. Eli Roth is willing to take, you know, the the subject matter of this film. I think that I feel he's, like he is, you know. I think he's well established enough now to kind of just do whatever the fuck he wants. Yep. Like yeah. he doesn't care if it's I have a friend and I, and I'm going to read you a conversation right now. Um so my friend Amber went to see it at uh, the Pacific Theaters in Winnetka. Okay. A little shout oh, out. Oh, it's out. Oh, yeah, it's Oh, it's out tonight. Oh, shit. That's what we're talking about. I, I, I did not know this. I said, oh, my God, it's out. Heart eye emoji. <laughs> and she said, go see it, period. So rad, period. All caps, mind you. And I said, yes. All caps. <laughs> so rad. <laughs> and she said, dude, so gory. Not sure how it even got an R rating. It won't be in theaters long before it gets pulled. I promise you. Holy shit. And I said, that's awesome. And she said, yeah, I'm giving it a few days before somebody complains and it gets taken out in theaters. Yeah. Sweet. Like, it's apparently so fucking gnarly. That's awesome, That dude. it's like, oh, my God. Like, Rambo Eli 4, Roth though. Is- <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm, the- I'm excited I'm excited, but I'm also skeptical. You know, I feel like this is sensationalizing um, some kind of news piece. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, of course they have to sensationalize it a little bit. But when a friend of mine that's not a part of the news organization is like, dude, I don't understand how it even got an R rating. Yeah. Like that's, that's coming from the masses, not from like the press. Yeah. I hear that. She's not a part of the system, man. Yeah, she's not. She's not a part she's of. She's an individual. <laughs> she's not a part of those rebel big, spirits, big companies, man. She's she's not a part of the three networks. She doesn't buy her mom groceries and shit, you know. And shit. <laughs> she's not Ann Coulter, bro. <laughs> and Coulter and shit. <laughs> hey, do either of you guys watch uh, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon? I do not. No. Hey, me neither. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all too broke to have fucking. No, cable I was actually TV. look, man. When I when I but you know home, what I did watch when I was six. What all that? Hey, oh. that leads into what we're Segway. talking about. Segways. Um, so I'm a ham. <laughs> ham. They had a good look, man. It's not it's not big news, but it's extremely pop culture-y. Mm-hmm. They had a Good Burger 20th anniversary sketch on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. I know, and I'm so disappointed. I didn't get to check it out, but I am one of those people that grew up watching and loving Good Burger as a child. Welcome to Good Burger, home, home of, of the, the Good, good Burger. Burger. Can, Can I, I take your, your order? order? Um, that was like more of a song than a... I'm a dude. She's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Hey! Oh my god, I love it, dude. I totally forgot about that. Oh my god, good burger, man. So yeah, it's Keenan. They no, I'm sorry. They got Kel. Okay, to come back as like like the cashier, and Jimmy Fallon played the other cashier, and they just did their 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 good burger shit, and then their good booger shit. And, they um, really put shit on those good burgers. Yeah, they do. Good burgers, boogers. Good, good boogers. Good boogers. Get your shit together, guys. I'm sorry, you went. To, you're in college. I, I'm actually out of college. He's not. Oh right. Anyway, Keenan makes an appearance as well, and it's heartwarming. 
and he does the welcome to Good Burger bit, and he does the I'm a dude. He's a dude, right? So they do they do all the tropes from Good Burger in don't, one. Don't forget skit. they also did the boopity 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 They did everything and it was good. That's awesome. Check it out. I'm excited it's to check it out. On the interwebs. It is a thing that you can Google and you'll find news about it. Yes. Indeed. What is Google? What is this Google you speak of? Well, there's this little tiny rectangle on the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. If you open up Internet Explorer, and Taylor, <laughs> if and you type into this tiny rectangle, it'll show you boobs. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's all it's used for. Is to but what, I mean, why would I need to do that when I live in the San Fernando Valley? <laughs> Porn. I get it. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to know why I'm so sad this week? Why is that? Why are you sad, Joel? I have a favorite Los Angeles brewery. <laughs> and its name and its name is Golden Road. Yes. It's off of uh it's off of the five in San Fernando. Yes, sir. It's a beautiful little blue building. They create beautiful games and great oh, food. Giant Jenga, giant Connect Four, yeah, good food and, and, great and merchandise. Brews. Yeah, great shirts. Mm-hmm. And you know what, man? You know the best thing about them? They're independent, brah. And they don't need no oh, wait, I'm getting hang on. I'm getting uh-huh. this just in. Yeah, here you go, Joel. Budweiser fucking bought Golden Road. They sold the fuck out. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed about this. And look, craft beer might not be on the high end of pop culture news, but it's big for me, and it's big for it's you. It's fucking important for us. It's huge. This affects our lives majorly. Look, man. We can no longer hold to- birthday parties at Golden Road. <laughs> I hold all my birthday parties at Golden Road. <laughs> I know. Look. There was a little brewery in Chicago. You might have heard of them. They're called mm-hmm. Goose Island. Mm-hmm. I've not heard of Goose Island, actually. Well, you've heard of Goose Island. Yes, sir. They used to have, I'm not going to say a good IPA, a semi-decent IPA called Goose Island IPA. Yeah. InBev, which mm-hmm. is Anheuser-Busch, bought Goose Island, and they cut costs. So guess what? They couldn't use whatever hops they wanted to use. Yeah. Right? They cut more costs. They couldn't keep it at the temperatures they wanted to keep it at. Yeah. Goose Island IPA is a fucking joke. It's a Coors Light that kind of kind of has a hoppy taste. Yeah, that's I it. agree. It's pretty pitiful. It's disgusting. It's, it's almost no Rebel IPA, man. Like, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Golden Road, <sighs> at least when Lagunitas got bought by Heineken, they split 50-50, so they still have some kind of leeway on what they can do with their beer. Yeah, I agree. Golden Road just sold to InBev. Yeah. All, like all just of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah, that's kind of. Uh, I wonder how long until shit gets fucked. Like, it's gonna be. Yeah. Can we like we gotta go to the brewery? You all, we all as a group, like us three here and all you listening, we gotta go to Golden Road and have a little party before the beer that they brewed runs out and InBev steps in. Yeah, gotta buy all the Wolf Among uh, Wolf Among Weeds. That you wolf can. Among Weeds, wolf man. Um, I love Wolf. wolf I love Wolf, wolf Among, among weeds. weeds. I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. It's one of my favorite beers, man. Walk among weeds. We walk among weeds. Better news in the craft beer community, though, as sad as that is, Firestone Walker and Lagunitas, which we just talked about, are opening breweries slash tap rooms slash restaurants here in the Los Angeles area. Oh. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Firestone is up in Paso Robles, I think. And uh, Lagunitas is up a little bit even further north than that, I think. Um, yeah, it's in Petaluma. There you go. Oh wow! Beautiful. Yeah, right. That's that's far. That's my co- hi cousin Shelley. Yeah. You've got a, you've got a pretty. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an hour past San Fran. Yeah, yeah. So Firestone's going to be opening up a little tap room in Venice area near Abbott Kinney, and um, Lagunitas is opening. A little bit further away from us, like near like the San Gabriel Mountains, um, like Azusa. Yeah. Um, but that's still close to all the metropolitans around yeah, here. Agreed. It it'll be cool because look, you can go to a bar and get like a glass of Union Jack. Yeah. But it was shipped somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be cool to be able to go somewhere in Los Angeles and have like a like a Firestone Brewery. Yeah, my favorite Sculpins still to this day are Sculpins that are brewed in San Diego oh, behind yeah, course, the like, wall. I order them at like, exactly, yeah, of course, totally, dude. So it'd be cool to go there. Yeah, 
It's going to be nice. I, I've always wanted to go to Lagunitas, never had the chance, and now I will. So I'm happy yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Lagunitas sucks for life. Life. L-Y-F-E. Hell of a drive, though. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, dude. Hashtag L-Y-F-E. Yeah. Or actually the L-Y and then the F is a 4-E. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's super gangster. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that, too. <laughs> um, So Netflix... With all their algorithm, all their algorithms, they'll tell you uh, what you should watch because of what you've already watched. Mm-hmm. They'll show you um, uh, what you should watch off of what you've rated. Mm-hmm. They'll show you what you should watch because of what you've watched before. Yeah, Taylor, what are they doing now? Well, apparently, this last week a study was completed that basically determined. Which episode of a show when you watch Netflix hooked you as a viewer? Okay, before so you, like before you continue, yes, um, David, yes, I was skeptical on this because everybody's different. Uh huh. How do you like just based off of that? How do you feel about that? Um, I don't know. I mean, Netflix is cool. Um, it's not like they sell it to. They sell that information to other places. They just keep it in-house. No, no, no. Not the fact that they did it. Yeah. Do you believe it? Because I feel like we could all watch one show. Yeah. And I could be like, ah, these five episodes suck a dick. And then the sixth and episode, then I'm like, yeah. damn, this is amazing. I want to watch the rest of it. But Taylor could be like, oh, I love this show from the first episode. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really... I mean, maybe there's some crazy computer science to it that I don't get, but... I mean, yeah, I don't understand it either. Yeah. They got people for that. Well, the, the, the article on The Hollywood Reporter says basically that uh, the data showed that 70% of viewers who watched the hooked, the quote-unquote hooked episode, whichever mm-hmm. episode it was that hooked viewers, uh, continued to watch through the end of the first season. Okay, so what you're saying is there were other people who would start the show and watch some and, and, portion of it and, and would, then never and continue Exactly. It. So okay. it was the overwhelming it makes sense perform- to me proportion of, of things um but the interesting thing but here's what i have to say about that as well is like i could watch two or three episodes after hating an episode yeah and, and very true and, and then stop watching it yeah i've i saw like two episodes of danger five and i liked it and i never got back around <laughs> to watching it oh my fucking, <laughs> fucking God. danger five danger five um, dude. the one the one caveat to all of this is that this Analyzed data doesn't include any viewers or subscri- uh, subscribers from the U.S. It was what? Oh no, 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 no of course I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, it did. It was U.S., U.K., Brazil, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany. So basically, all the major countries. Dirty foreigners. Um, as it turns out, the article says Australia and New Zealand got hooked one or two episodes later than the other countries. So it took them longer to get hooked on. Um, on shows like How I Met Your Mother and Arrow, which apparently France and Germany both love, which why, I thought was fascinating. Why, why do you think that is? I'm do not you just sure. think Australians hate us that much that they don't find our humor funny? Maybe. I mean, do we find their humor that funny? I mean, Paul Todd's one of my best friends. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one person, and he lives in America. You know Paul Todd. Yes, I know, I know his work. <laughs> you which were is in some by of his proxy work. your work. <laughs> it, yeah, it's true. So do you guys want to hear the um, some of the shows that they named as which episode yeah, would yeah. get viewers hooked? Absolutely. I'm sure. just going to run through this, and then maybe we can talk about a few of them. So uh, Arrow was episode eight. Bates Motel, episode two. Don't care two, about that show. Or Better that. Call Saul, episode four. Bloodline, episode four, which I love, actually. Mm-hmm. BoJack Horseman, episode mm-hmm. five. Breaking yeah. Bad, episode two. Daredevil, <laughs> episode five. Dexter, episode three. Gossip Girl, episode three. Grace and Frankie, Episode four, How I Met Your Mother. Episode eight, surprisingly. And this is all first be, season? Yes, this would be the first season. This still blows my mind because, okay, here's why I'm thinking like maybe I don't believe in the science because sometimes I'm not hooked on a show until like later seasons. No, I might totally, just watch totally. a first season because I'm like, man, the is, first season's this not is, always and, good. And that's what right. I'm saying is that it was this data says that people finished watch. It was based on first season only, not the first like the full season okay. run of the show. So okay. it's like people that started watching season one of How I Met Your Mother mm-hmm. got hooked 
on episode eight finished season one. It doesn't have any analytics for season two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all that. Boy, stuff. are they being set up for disappointment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, I, think, I still, I still think it's interesting though that they're fucking analyzing this shit and use. I mean, because you have to think Netflix can tell which shows people are watching and which ones that they're not. So they're obviously pandering to the viewership because they have all the data coming in from what people are watching and what they're not watching. They also can't be taking into account, like, say I hated How Much Mother. I don't. I fucking love that no, show. No, that show's amazing. But say I hated that show and, like, I fell asleep at episode six, but my Netflix kept playing until episode, like, ten. Because mm. they, they keep playing. Continue watching. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still watching? Don't judge me, Netflix, when I'm sitting in my boxers all day watching a, oh, we an entire season of the third, one show. The third time in that day that you've hit continue watching? Yes, I'm still watching. Do not judge me or the burrito flakes on my chest. <laughs> exactly. as much as I want to. <laughs> Netflix, where are you? Are you here in the house? I'm always with you, Joel. Oh, I know you are because I watch you so much. Because <laughs> my life is sad and pathetic. The voice of Netflix. It's true. On on Pop Pop Podcast right now. Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. Yes. Uh, what was the conclusion of the study? Uh, basically, people watch a shit ton of Netflix. No surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> we learn. We, I mean, yeah. we all learn something yeah. every day. Job well done, guys. People, yeah. <laughs> what got me was BoJack was episode five. I was hooked fucking... You the know, first couple sentences of the first episode. Actually, I've heard that a lot about BoJack, that people didn't get into it until late in the season. I would agree with like, that. Like, people kind I, of wrote it off. You know I, what I kind of get on that, though, is that people just don't understand satire humor because most of America is n- stupid. No, it, it wasn't. It was. I mean, like, I think, like, people that stuck with it got it by the end of it. But I think, like, the first couple episodes, and I, 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 I get it that people kind of assumed it would be, like, a Family Guy knockoff the first few episodes. And then when <laughs> it really started to get, like, the layers started to peel back a little little bit that's when people saw for what it was yeah yeah for sure i can agree with that uh i i have a confession to make what's that bird's nest in your beard i wish this is even worse you killed another hobo joel he's got a bojack in his no beard. no the hobo thing is very public i have a tumbler about mm-hmm. it it's not <laughs> <laughs> um, hobo with the shotgun. Part two. Are, are they in the background of every one of those haunted pictures? Oh, you if I saw, look close oh, enough, you saw those. Yes, I did. Yes, oh, I, that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. That's a quick plug that I didn't even intend. My girlfriend and I are doing like a haunted photo series where we go around to haunted locations in California. For now, it's just California, and we just take like pro selfies. And a pro selfie would be like just like a timer on a really fancy camera, and it counts as a selfie because no one's taking it. And exactly. If, if you look close enough, you can see the body of a different hobo Joel murdered that night with his girlfriend. It's true. <laughs> I won't tell you where, but David's not lying. If you look you know why very closely. You know why those locations are haunted? The dead hobos. It's because I fucking murdered somebody. What if I go to jail for this bit? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kidding, but some hobo actually died at Culver Studios, oh and God, they're like, Joel, it. you admit it. And I was like, wait, fuck, no, I was kidding. I didn't... Not guilty! I didn't kill anybody. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, man. You totally didn't kill that hobo with, like, an ice cream scooper. That's not what happened. Look, man, I didn't tie his head to a a uh, a manhole and then hang him into it and then... <laughs> drive off with a car and pull his head off like in Hobo with a shotgun. You didn't, you didn't sew his butthole shut and kept feeding him and feeding no, him. No, I've done that. Okay. Joel's definitely, definitely human centipeded people before. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, v- I just call that... Venera paste. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I, I just call that a Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a normal Wednesday. <laughs> normal <laughs> Wednesday. It's a day at the office. Yeah. Just another day at the office. We all AKA have my bathroom. Hashtag nine to five. <laughs> Hashtag the grind. <laughs> oh Hashtag God. rat race. Okay, we're done with that. Anyway, my confession is I you wish I was... You can never be done with killing hobos. I'm going to not incriminate myself anymore on this podcast. Whatever you say. <laughs> my con- Secret's safe with me. My, con- my confession <laughs> is that I wish I was Spider-Man. Why is that? He's just so cool, man. Because maybe you could be a 15-year-old boy for you- three movies. <laughs> You killed it way too soon. I'm sorry. It's okay. Anyway, I'm too old to be Spider-Man, and so was Tobey Maguire. Yes. And yes, so was. was Andrew Garfield. And what I actually, and I, I will, and 
I will always stand by the Mark Webb Amazing Spider-Man films. I thought that they were good. People were like, oh, they're too comic booky. Motherfucker, it's a comic book movie. That's not the problem with those movies. No. Those movies have problems. That's, that's not, not the problem. That's not the point of uh, this segment of the podcast, though, so we're not going to talk about but that still. right now. No, but uh, I have to get into it now that you said it. It's okay. I'm such no, a huge nerd. No, it's no, okay. Go ahead. no, no. I'm such a huge nerd. I have to at least say something about it. Okay. There are other problems with the movie, but, and this is not just me making things up, I have seen on the internet and heard from people that their main problem was that the movie was comic booky. No, and that's I what agree. They say. Oh, I it's agree. so gimmicky. It's I, a fucking oh, comic book. I agree. Movie. That's, no, no it's that's, not the Dark Knight. And those people are wrong. It's but not at the, the dark same Knight. time, that movie is not as good as it yeah. should be. I yeah. will stand by those. Man, I knew Gwen Stacy was going to die. because Which it, was great. That scene and is that, phenomenal. That, that moment is handled great. But Except that for spider that, web that fingers. That was bullshit. What the, the fuck was that? Great. What the like, fuck was that? Amy. Mark Mark Webb handles <laughs> handles handles the the sort of relationship aspect of it really nice, but everything else be, be, besides that sort of just falls apart for me. All the Harry Osborne stuff, all the fucking Electro stuff, like it all doesn't mean shit except for when he's talking to Gwen. And I think that the reason why that moment hits so well is because that's set up so excellently I in would the agree story. With that. Everything else besides the Gwen and Peter stuff, I think, kind of falls flat. The Gwen stuff is a great segue for yeah. what I was going to get into is the fact that like when we when the amazing Spider-Man was announced, mm-hmm. right? And then it was like, oh Mark Webb, he did five hundred days of summer. He's great with characters. He's good with the love stories, right? Great. Um we were promised a mm-hmm. awkward high school Peter Parker. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Whereas uh, Toby Maguire was in high school for maybe half yeah. of a movie, and then he was like, "Just if kidding, that. I'm 30." And then, and then Amy Pascal was like, "My vagina wants merchandise." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, oh yeah. <laughs> I think so I can true. still hear her saying that now. <laughs> I think I can still hear if, her if vagina you, if reverbing. You, if you put your sh- if you put your ear up to the conch shell, <laughs> no, 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 no. Instead of a conch shell, if you put your ear up to a vagina. <laughs> If you put your ear up to a vagina, like, you can hear Amy Pascal talking about merchandise. Exactly. Foreign sales. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wide demographics. <laughs> <laughs> but we so so we were promised a high school Peter Parker, right? Opposed to the Tobey Maguire Peter Parker, and what we got was one film mm-hmm. where he had a couple awkward high school scenes, like the scene when he met uh, Gwen. Gwen in the hallway yeah. with the skateboard, and then we got. Like like the fight with Flash Thompson, yeah. right? But then the second the movie made money, they were like, "Hey, fuck what we promised you!" And in yeah, and then Amy Pascal's vagina came back. <laughs> and in the second Amazing Spider-Man movie, he's swinging in to his graduation and like dip kissing Gwen Stacy in pictures, mm-hmm. and he's the cool kid now. Yeah. They 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 fucking abandoned everything they promised us. It was all because the, it was making the, money. It's like the fucking financiers just walked onto set and just Jumanji'd Mark Webb. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I don't care Jumanji. if I never work a day in this industry. You're all a bunch of cocksuckers. That's comic gold right there. I'm sorry. Absolutely. So now we've got Tom Holland. He's going to be the new Spider-Man, right? Agreed. He's young. Yes. He is young. Directed right? by John motherfucking Watts. John Cop Watts, car. Cop, Cop car, car. Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees, blah, yada, yada, yada. Cop <laughs> car. See it. It's great. It is great. I've seen it. It's great. I've seen a rip of it. <laughs> it is also, yeah. It's, yes. It's good. Yes. Um, but, so, what we've heard, and just this week it was announced, that um, Peter Parker's age in the new Spidey films is 15. Okay? So, he's not a senior in high school... He's not like repeating his senior year three times like Tobey Maguire did. Okay, <laughs> Tom. You've never been a super senior. Yeah, right. What you aren't a superhero. I did a victory lap. <laughs> look, man, when you don't have time to pass your classes because you're fighting crime, you yeah. stay in high school for like five years. That's yeah. just how it is. Tom Holland's gonna be 15 as Spider-Man. We're gonna get to see, as opposed to everything else, we're gonna get to see a 
awkward Spider-Man yeah. dealing with high school problems Ooh. and trying to be a superhero. Well, I think more so than that, what you're trying to say is that we're actually going to get an actor who's dealing with the same problems that Spider-Man is, you know? I mean, yes, yeah. but any actor could do that. No, yeah. but, if, the, if, but the if point is, is that he's 30. actually 15 and he's not like Andrew Garfield when they cast him to be a 16-year-old. Tom, Tom Holland's 19 years old. Oh, he is? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. But Andrew Garfield <laughs> is way older than that. Like, oh, so is way Maguire. more older than... What I'm saying is like, you can only have Toby and Andrew in so many films before people are like, no, he's not in high school. Yeah, I agree. Tom Holland Which was two for can play Andrew. 15 because yeah. he looks like a goddamn fucking baby's bottom. Yeah, totally. Um, he looks smooth as fuck. Yeah. So the point is, is that we're going to get to see this young Spider-Man dealing with young issues that they mm-hmm. promised us with Amazing Spider-Man and we didn't get to see. Must be some great action figures we could yeah. sell to China. I mean, the cool thing is that we're gonna, we're gonna get to get we're gonna get to get a glimpse of him next year. You hear that, Civil Amy? War. I know. Oh, it's yes. less than you're away. We, like, we can you believe see that him in Civil War? I want to see the unmasking. I understand that because with the, it's not gonna with happen. the accord, that's not a big thing. No, but I think because he has a mask and no other Marvel superhero does, they're still gonna factor that in somehow. They're gonna make it Iron a Man thing. Has a mask. Maybe. Yeah, but, but he admitted that Iron he's Man yeah is. he. Everyone knows who Iron Man is, so that doesn't quite count. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say. No, I did not. Spider Man's awesome. I have it right here. I know what I'm going to say, and mm-hmm. I'm going to say it right now. Oh, what you saying? <laughs> Imogen Heap. <laughs> You're going to bring us some Imogen Heap up in this up yeah, in this podcast. Uh, all kinds of pop culture, oh, man. Man, we're just going to go to uh, what was that? 2006. Yeah, uh, like that. Some good stuff, right? Man. Some really good shit. <laughs> Taylor has left to the fridge. Uh, I'm not even going to pause this podcast. I'm yeah. going to keep. Hey Taylor, when you grab a beer, can you grab one let's, of my beers too? Let's get Pat. Let's get Pat out of the other room. Let's let's bring um, him. No, he's asleep. Uh, let's let's bring him out anyway. Let's I don't even. <laughs> I'm not even going to cut this out. This is gold. I'm not going to cut this out. This is amazing. Thank you for the beer. You're Drunkards. I drink and podcast at the same time. I'm not going to lie. Uh, okay, so as I was as I was saying, hold for cop car hashtag cop car. Dude, we might hashtag. We're just promoting the movie. Go go you listen, you assholes. Go see cop car. So this, 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 this is not John Watts. Sound effects we put in the podcast on purpose to promote cop car coming soon to a theater near they're you. Not even they're honestly not even going to be able to hear the cop car because these mics are so expensive. Well, because they're not an omnidirectional. I hope you're going to edit in real cop car sound effects to eh. make me sound like a not complete asshole idiot. I won't. Okay. No. So Tom Holland, fifteen. Yes. yes. In Spider Man. Okay. He's going to be a teenager. Like he is now. Like he is now. I think that's great because they didn't. On the edge of seventeen. <laughs> Th- Stevie th- Nicks. Thirteen going on thirty. <laughs> no, but seriously, and you hit it on the head where it's like he has to deal with teenage issues, whereas in, in The Amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield was just like, look, I'm, I'm cool and I'm hot, the end. Yeah, yeah and it, was, it wasn't like, there was the teenage issue in those movies was like the romance, like he That's couldn't it. get a girl and That's that was it. it. Yeah. yeah, But Spider-Man's so much more complex than that. Look at me, my spiderwebs have fingers. Eh. Look at me, I'm jizzing spiderwebs. What do I do? My dad spider has jizz. a secret lab spider he built by himself. Everywhere he shoots a spider jizz. Spider jizz, spider jizz. Sorry, that was awful. Does whatever regular jizz can. Impregnate a chick? Sure, why not? Get really messy? Of course it does. Watch well, out. That doesn't work. Here comes the spider jizz. <laughs> Hashtag spider jizz. No, but the... <laughs> Hashtag death of the pull-out method. Hey, man, it works. <laughs> Not for Spider-Man. His shit attaches, dude. It's, Think <laughs> about it. Think about oh, it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it attaches, dude, and you can, wow. there's no letting go at that point. That is awful. That is gross. That is awful. Even for Sorry, me. I got I to say That's awful. Even for me, it. that's gross. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. There was actually something I really that wanted to, to say, say about this subject, and I fucking keep forgetting. Look, we, can, we know keep, Tom Holland is playing fifteen-year-old boy. I keep uh, avoiding. Can we talk? Can we talk about something other than fifteen-year-old boys? Why would you want to talk about anything other than fifteen-year-old boys? I know, right? So I think my favorite part, though, is that we're not gonna have to see an origin story again. 
Oh, the whole Uncle Ben death thing is what you're saying? Yeah. So he gets bit by a spider. No, like I don't think we're going to see any of it. He's not going to be bit by a spider. Uncle Ben doesn't bo- die. There's no, with great power comes great responsibility. So basically what you're saying is we're going to get to join Spider-Man after he's already been bit, has his powers, and he's just sort of doing his thing. Which is what we... Look, man, no one's going to go see a fucking Spider-Man movie and be like, wait, why is he swinging on webs? Why is it's he in like, a costume? It's like the whole Batman origin. Like Everybody, everybody knows, knows that shit. who Spider-Man is. Yeah. I was honestly hoping that Mark Webb wouldn't do an origin story. Of course he did, which sucks. And I feel like Mar- that wasn't even Mark Webb. That's like the studio being like, well, we need to do the origin that was story again. Of course it was. Yeah. But here's the thing. Is everybody, and I think that's most superheroes, you know, unless it's like the Avengers, a lot of people don't know who they are. Okay. But everybody knows who Batman is. Everyone knows who Superman is. Everybody knows who Spider-Man is. There's no reason to do an origin story again. And this time, they finally listened, and they're not going to do it. He's going to be 15-year-old Spider-Man dealing with Spider-Man problems. Yeah, It's great. We're not going to have to waste 40 minutes of a movie watching him become Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm really glad about that. We just get to jump into the action and... Join his world. Absolutely. I feel like that's another reason I like Batman 5 Superman is because when <laughs> Batman's movie comes out, when, when, when Batman's, Batman's movie... Actually, but no, we're still going to see Batman the movie. flashback. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is when Batman's solo movie comes out, we're not going to have to sit through a fucking origin story. We just have a goddamn two-hour Batman movie. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the same that's, thing. That's, Origin that's, stories. That's look, the man. Idea. If you and I understand the money model of it, but look, if you don't know who these superheroes are, don't go see the fucking movie. Yeah. Right? We don't need origin stories. It's cool the first time. People right? are like smart, the first, dude. Like it's the studios being like people are like dumbing everything. But down. the first Spider-Man with Toby, right? Like we needed the origin story because it was the first Spider-Man movie ever, right? So of course yeah. you want to see it happen because yeah. it's iconic. You want to see it happen. Yeah. I don't want to see it happen four times. Yeah. I just want to see it happen. So, like, we know who Batman is. We've seen how many Batman origin stories? Fucking five? A bunch. So, yeah. so At many. At least two or three. We don't need to see them anymore. We know who Batman is. Yeah. It would be so cool if you just gave us a Batman movie where he's just kicking ass. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight Returns, man. I just want to see some Batman action. I don't fucking care that he trains with Qui-Gon Jinn. I don't give a shit about <laughs> that. The fucking Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> hey, I like that. That was, oh, that was that's a pop culture reference. Yes, it was on a pop that's culture a Star podcast. Wars reference on a pop culture podcast. I mean, it's a Liam Neeson reference, which is it's arguably, a Liam Neeson Star Wars reference. It is. There you go. We meet in the middle. All right, I'll meet you halfway on that one. I'll give you that one. Um, we're okay. Look, comic books have been talked about. Yes. Yeah. That's going to segue into our main topic. Have you guys heard of this dude called Huge Jacked Man? No, but I know who Hugh Jackman is. Who the fuck is that? Uh, no, wait. I thought Huge Jackman was the guy. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. He's, he's this, Who's he's Hugh Jackman? He's this actor. He's kind of a big deal. He's, he's been on Broadway. He's been in movies. Uh, Where is he from? Uh, Australia. His name's Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Dude, that sounds rude. That sounds eerily similar to Huge Jacked Man. Hey, it can't be the same guy. Oh, is it? Is it the same guy? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Oh my god, that blows my mind. I mean, is this guy huge and jacked? Because if so, man. I mean, he probably is. Huge Jacked Man. Is Hugh Jackman huge and jacked and a man? Uh, I I think so. Yes. Oh my god, this makes so much more sense to me now. (laughs) Anyway, aside from that terrible bit, huge. Jacked man is Wolverine. <laughs> Fucking God. He's played Wolverine for over, what, 12, 12 years? 15 years. 15 years? Mm. Since 2000. Yeah. He's been years. playing Wolverine actually it's forever. Gonna be, it's going to be like more like 17 years mm. by the time the last film comes yeah. out. By, by the time the last film comes out. Job security. <laughs> I wish I was huge and jacked for 17 years. Right? Yeah. And making money. Being yeah, I wish right. I was a man for 17 years. I'm just kidding. That was weird. I'm sorry, Taylor. Well, you know, there's, you there's, said there's, there's surgery for that. Already. Be a man. This just in. Taylor's not a man. <gasps> oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. Have you ever considered bum, po- bum, be, you know, post-op surgery? Yeah. Or whatever. I had some shit going on, dude. Don't worry about it. This you know, they not, can, they can this chop, is not the time terrible. or place for that, David. They can, they can chop off your finger, right? 
and, and turn it into done. a penis. We're done. We're done. Before before the community attacks us, we're done. <laughs> so it was just about to spit some scientific game, man. <laughs> so look, HJM, as I like to call him, uh-huh. um, he's rumored to have a cameo in Apocalypse. Because why wouldn't he? That wouldn't surprise me. Right? He's been What's in the everything. Stand for he's jacked. Okay. He's also because supposed he's a to man have. That's jacked. He's also supposed to have a cameo in the Deadpool, which would also really? not surprise I me. Didn't, I didn't know that. Look, man, they both have those healing factors. It just makes sense to me. Okay, but yeah. there is a rumor out there on this thing. Uh, uh, I think it's called the World Wide Web. Um, <laughs> there are rumors out there that he's going to be in Apocalypse and the Deadpools. Well, I think that's interesting though because they were in they were in Origins yeah. Wolverine together and like I, I I can't imagine a scenario where Deadpool in the Deadpool movie is making fun of X Men Origins in that scene with Wolverine and Hugh Jackman. He has to. He has to. He has to. Like that has to happen. That's why he's going to be in the movie. Of course. Yeah. Of so course it making is. Making fun of Green Lantern. Oh my Just God. don't make the suit green or animated. <laughs> um, or animated. <laughs> So, aside from those cameos, we know that Wolverine 3 is, and he's confirmed it, the last time he's going to don those claws. Yeah, and we've heard that it's supposed to be the old man Logan. Old man Logan. Yeah. Yes. So, as sad as it is, because in all honesty, man, look, before he was Wolverine, I only had comic books and that 90s cartoon to go off of, okay? Mm -hmm. But since I was 10... Hey, bub. Hey, bub. Since I was bub. 10 years old. Okay, that was a long fucking time ago, man. Since I was yeah, 10 was years bub. old, huge jacked man has been my Wolverine. He's been your bub. And now there's no one else I can see as Wolverine. Yeah, bub. it's a really tough... Uh, it's it's almost like that... Uh, the Who can who can replace like Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark? No one. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? Saying. You really... It's hard to see... Anybody besides you. With that iconic facial hair now? Of course. It's almost impossible. But we don't have to choose because Huge himself has given us our Lord and Savior. Nicolas Cage? God damn you. This isn't next. (laughs) Or no. Wolverine in next. (laughs) I now have an answer to the question I didn't have an answer to that you asked me before we record this. Let's keep going. Perfect. If if you say Nicolas Cage, I'm going to kill you. Nicholas Cage. Ah, God damn it. It would be amazing. Huge himself. I'm going to let you finish, though. Oh, thanks, Kanye. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Huge himself has said uh-huh. that he would approve and wants Tom Hardy to be the next Wolverine. Wow, just say nothing, guys. But, That's but cool. But Nicholas Cage, though. I'm Look, torn. man, he had his chance as Superman, okay? And You're Tim right. Burton torn. fucked it up. Well, you um, know what? If. Mantle of Tony Stark needs to get past. I think Nicolas Cage would do a fine job. David Bornstein is no longer going to be on this podcast. <laughs> we're kicking we're him gonna, off. We're just going to cut David. Gonna all cut, David bits look, out man, of this. we're, we're going to have the whole conversation from start to finish. We're just going to cut his pieces out. It's going to sound uh, really weird. So messed up. Um, no, yeah, I'm kind of torn on this because I think Tom Hardy's a great actor, but I think he's he is he's. I feel like he's a little too gruff. He's jacked enough. Yeah. He's he a could too be gruff. Tom Jacked Hardy and a little too. Sh- I mean, whoa! Were you gonna say, say short? short? I was gonna say shut the not, fuck up. Not racist. Short. You were gonna say shit. I was gonna garbage. Say, I was gonna say stubby. You were gonna say short. short. You were gonna say short. Oh, shut the fuck Hugh up. Hugh Jackman. Man, I'm gonna drop some nerd knowledge on mm. your ass right now. Oh, Hugh Jackman game, is game. too tall to be Wolverine. That's Wolverine true. Wolverine is supposed to be a short ass motherfucker. But it's true. I remember the arcade, arcade because games. you love Wolf, uh, Hugh Thank Jackman you. as yes. Wolverine, so it proves that appearance and height doesn't matter. No, he almost didn't get hired because he was too tall. Character. He almost didn't get but hired, but he did, and he was a success. No, of so. course. But the point is, you can't say Tom Hardy's yeah. too short because I was going to say that's too, what he is. He's like, I feel like Wolverine's a stubby character, but maybe like I don't know. I, f- I just Tom Hardy doesn't seem right the, like the right guy. So you don't it doesn't approve. seem like the right right choice. Do you approve? I don't agree. You don't agree? No, I think I think Nicholas Cage. God damn it. Okay, no, but in all seriousness, yeah. like I'm pretty sure yeah. for the reasons you stated, Joel, and the fact that if he can do Mad Max, he can pretty much do whatever at this point. I look, I never stated my opinion. I was just playing the devil's advocate advocate for Taylor. I don't really think Tom Hardy would be perfect like Huge would be. Yeah. But he would be a solid. But be, I think he would be a very good choice. Yeah. Dude, what would he do? Is he huge perfect? No. No. Is he good? 
I would watch. Well, those I don't movies. know. I mean, I've I've seen Warrior. I I know he can get jacked. Have you seen Warrior? I have seen Warrior. Yeah. And Warriors, you know he, he could get. He could yeah. get. Uh, what's the word? Um, jacked. Jacked. He can but get. Can he be a man? Yeah. <laughs> he can Hardy. be Tom Jacked Man. Tom be a Hardy Jack Man. <laughs> Tom Hardy Dash Jackman, like it's the they, they got get, married. <laughs> they just they just make him legally change his name to Hugh Jackman so he can play the role. <laughs> <laughs> or he or he marries Leslie Man and he becomes Tom Hardy Man. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Sorry, Judd Apatow. You, <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> Tom Hardy Man. Look, yes. There were so look, okay. There, there are some things she would on, have to become Leslie Manhardy. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> there are some things on this news piece, though, that have to be talked about. Which was Channing Tatum being Gambit. He's he he stated that he was hoping that when Huge stepped down, that Gambit would become that glue. Yeah. For the universe that totally. Wolverine was, yeah, and I would be cool with that because I because Gambit is one of my favorite superheroes aside from Spider Man. I think it would be cool if 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 Gambit was finally given the screen time that he deserves and he became that Agreed. glue that he's never for the gotten. exactly yeah, ever. Definitely. He could become if if he was just put in every movie like Huge was. That would be awesome, but but at the same time, like. D- I don't know if, if if America would follow that. No. No. Everybody can recognize Wolverine. Not many people know who Gambit is. Yeah. And well, that's the problem. Which brings up another point. But to be fair, they did do that with Iron Man. Not everybody knew who oh, Iron Man was. Yeah. And he's a household... That character is a household name. But now. RDJ was more recognizable oh, than totally, Iron Man yeah. was, which was the point. Uh, I don't know. He was kind of on the, the It was a combination slope. of the both, I think. No, he was definitely on the downslope, but... He was more famous than the character was. Oh, totally. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. Just because he was doing coke off of Hooker's asses doesn't mean he wasn't and recognizable. A fuck ton of vodka. He was basically recognizable for doing coke off of Hooker's asses. <laughs> hey, yeah. man, that's most of the people in Hollywood. Okay, yeah, true yeah. that. Um, but even if Huge got his way, Tom was casted. Is okay. So, Mad Max aside. Yeah, huh? Is Tom Hardy? Is he really a leading Hollywood no. trilogy no. franchise man? I don't no. think even he gets. He's a, a shit character about actor, that. dude. That's what He's I'm saying. I don't actor. think he. But there's always people who say they're not, and then when they're offered something like that, they're like, "Oh fuck!" Well, it's hard the to amount say. of it's, money it's, I can it's, make. It's, it's hard to say no to something like that. As That's what I'm actor. saying. Look, Mad Max, as much as he's going to have to be Max for the next couple he movies. He wasn't even the main character in that fucking movie, no, though. But That's the problem. Yeah, That's exactly what I'm saying. He's not a leading he's, man. He was offered this trilogy for Max. He says, yes, he's not going to be huge in the way that he would be if he was Wolverine. Is that even something that he wants or that he would say yes to? Yeah. Is the point. Like, would he be good? Arguably, yes. Arguably, no. But... Like, is he, would he even want it? Well, I guess time will tell. Brub. No. He's too old. That's my other argument. You think he's too old? Too old. old. It's about what Jackman was when. No, it's like the whole, it's the whole, the whole Spider-Man debate over again. Like, it's like picking Tobey Maguire as opposed to picking Tom Holland. Like, you want to pick someone that's going to be able to. Grow into the role. Wolverine has no good. age. Yeah, he's immortal. Yeah, but I mean, for Basically. someone to keep to keep in this, the physical shape that you need to keep in, like Tom Hardy can only do that for five or ten more years. You I would say Hardy's more jacked than Huge was when he started. No, Tom Hardy could outlast fifteen he, years. I think he is, but you can't expect an actor to be that to maintain that level of body. Uh, Have you seen? Have you seen into their fifties? You you just can't. Uh, Have you seen the Dolph Tom Hardy? <laughs> what? He I mean, that's Dolph that's Lundgren. dude. Okay, that's one out of a hundred. No, no, no. Have you seen Tom Hardy's MySpace pics? <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking terrible. No, that dude's always gonna look like that, man. He's got <laughs> he's got the genes. I would not be surprised if he wasn't immortal already. 
Yeah. Nicolas Cage is immortal. Have you seen I that? need <laughs> you to stop. <laughs> when you said you had someone else, were you fucking with me and I you were going to fu- say Nick Cage? I was fucking with you. And you were going to say Nick Cage? Nick I was. Ah, oh, God damn it. Does anybody have like an alternative? Not really. That's part of the problem is like it's it's sort of you can't really see anyone else besides Jackman in the role. So it's like sitting, it's like the whole Gambit thing. Like I could see someone else playing Gambit besides Channing Tatum. I can't see anyone else playing. We talked about that on the podcast. That's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, Same deal. Look, when huge, when huge became Wolverine, he was, I wouldn't say unknown, but he was not very famous. Yeah. Tom Hardy is already famous. Mm hmm. They, they could, w- there could be some dude sitting somewhere, doing nothing right now. Mm-hmm. That could be the next Wolverine. Just because Dougie Scott, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I fucking hate you. He missed his chance, man. He yeah, missed his chance. He fucked up. Um, I mean seriously though, what is Dougie Scott doing right now? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I'm a prime candidate. <laughs> <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back. No, he's too old now. Brent Singer. <laughs> So I'm just like cycling through actors, and yeah, yeah there's not really anyone that I, I can can't. think of I mean, currently. There's literally nobody I could think but of. But again, you probably wouldn't have thought Hugh Jackman, Liam Neeson. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just uh, you like, wouldn't have thought Hugh Jackman when you were originally trying to think about it in the yeah, year 2000. Totally. So well, yeah, nobody there's someone knew who out was. there that they're look. To be honest, because this has been dropped on the internet, Tom Hardy's probably going to get the role. Probably. Um, but. That doesn't mean there's not someone out there that's not just fucking... There's some hillbilly who's got great <laughs> acting chops that has also great mutton chops. He's just got all the chops. All the chops. Are there's you someone s- out there. Are you perfect. saying that Gary Busey is a shoe in for the role? Man, yes. If they made short school bus X-Men, <laughs> Gary Busey would be perfect. Shh. Can we write that script, Joel? Can no. we write short school bus X-Men? I'll write it with you. You cool. know what? You know what? Great. We're not gonna write it as a real script. We can write it as a as a sketch comedy script. Okay. okay. All right, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh dear Lord Almighty. <laughs> I'm now, this was, now we have to do this, Joel. Look, yeah, no, we have to sell it on spec. We have to submit it to the blacklist. Oh, shut we the gotta fuck go up, all the dude. way with it. Short school X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> You know what director would actually make that? Tom Green is professor. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wait, short school X-Men? I'm pointing at you. What yeah. director is so horrible that he would just make any script that was handed to him? Brett Ratner. Thank you. Brett Ratner. <laughs> Brett Ratner would make short school bus X-Men and, and be like, what? Uh, it uh, it makes sense. My sequel uh, stands up with Brand Singers. That was the joke. That was the really deep joke if anybody <laughs> yeah. on the internet got it before no, no. David explained it. Totally. And then, and then Brett Ratner's like, my secret school bus is as good as X-Men 1 and 2. <laughs> I'm not a fat slob who looks like I'm dying. And eat shrimp off my belly when I try to hit on Olivia Munn. Oh, my God. Did you hear that story? Yeah, I told you about that. <sighs> Yo, I've, I've heard the story. I also, so I've got a friend who's, like, doing, um, he's doing research into this new, like, 3D audio thing that they're trying, wow, that was weird, that they're trying to implement into, like, theaters. They're trying to do this, mm-hmm. like, 3D audio experience. Yeah. Which is actually... Pretty fucking cool technology. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is that he went to Paramount to, um, or was it Universal? He went somewhere to like hear like a presentation on like the new technology and how mm-hmm. they've advanced to where they can actually probably put it into theaters now. Mm-hmm. And Spielberg showed up and Ratner showed up because <laughs> they're he, in the same league. And he was, <laughs> <laughs> look, man, Brett Ratner makes money. I'm not saying he's a good director, but yeah, he makes money. Yeah, uh, so he, he showed. <laughs> He showed up, and my friend was like, dude, I'm not even lying to you. He looked dead. He just looked like he was sweating like, to death. He just said he was yeah. fat and sweaty, and he looked <laughs> like at any second he could just fucking die. And That's I was scary. like, that does not fucking surprise me. Yeah. Like, so Rush Hour 3 confirmed. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> of course it's confirmed. What, Rush, it's Rush Hour 3 didn't no, happen, no, it dude. Didn't. It's Rush Hour 4, dude. No, it didn't. Rush Hour 3 didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't. Spider-Man it's 3 didn't Roman happen. It's got in it. No, I don't believe you. Yeah. And X-Men 3 didn't happen either. Okay, maybe. There is no perfect trilogy out right now. Lord of the Rings, bitches. Actually, that's not a trilogy. Mm. It's one film that's split into three parts. Fuck you all. Ooh. I would not even say that that's a it's perfect not a, trilogy. It's not a trilogy, but it's the best trilogy that's out there. 
Star Wars. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Return of the Jedi is not as good as Return of the oh King. Oh my God, Star Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. I know, but it's not the uh, best Star Wars movie. Nah, it's it's not the best Star Wars movie. Uh, Empire There's Strikes a, Back is not even a full film. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have an ending. It's okay though. Oh, it's still a better. Man, we're not going to get into this right now. We're it's, not going to get into it's this. It's still a better acted film than Return of the Jedi. I can guarantee you that. <sighs> yeah, but there's less slave Leia. That's okay. <laughs> that doesn't matter. That makes it your favorite, not the best. We're not going to get into this right now. Thank you, everyone, for rejoining us after a unplanned one-week hiatus on Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast brought to you by ageofthenerd.com. I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and I am here again with Taylor Salen. hey And our good friend, David Bornstein. Hi. <laughs> Bye. We, yeah, bye, David. I said hi. Yeah, no, but say bye. We're bye? Leaving. There you go. Okay. We will see you all next week for episode 12. Later, you nerds. Pew. Whoop. See you later, bub.